Matt Harpering is with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Matt, what's a realistic expectation for this Jazz team as far as where they're going to finish in the West? The West is so hard. There's probably 12, 13 teams that think they're going to make the playoffs this year in the West, and they can. Every night's going to be a grind. So one is going to be who's going to stay healthy. No question the Jazz can be, in my view, top four team, top three team even. But they got to stay consistent on the defensive end. And offensively, they're going to have some nights when they just don't shoot the ball well. And we've seen a couple of those nights already, and that's when they're going to lose. If they can limit those nights, there's not a doubt in my mind they can beat any team. David Locke talking about Rudy's extension. It's a franchise-changing moment that we know they're going to be good now for four or five more years. It's an incredible concept because being good, despite what probably Jazz fans think, is incredibly difficult in this league. And once you're bad, it's even more difficult. Almost impossible. Yes, there's an argument that we overpaid for Rudy. I'm glad we did because now we know we're going to be good. And being good begets being good. I was really nervous because sometimes I think negotiations are hard when everyone's right. I just think it's a great sign of lack of hubris on everyone's part to get that deal done. It's a great sign of where we're headed. The television voice of the Utah Jazz, our good friend Craig Bowler-Jack. What I saw in the preseason was a faster pace, quicker shots in the shot clock, and the multitude of threes that were put up. Insane numbers. Last year, the Jazz attempted 35 three-point shots a game. We saw them in the 40s and 50s in the preseason. I don't know if those stay at that level, but I know the green light's on. And look, this team wants to be a better defensive team. They want to be a grittier, meaner defensive team. And so you bring that with a faster pace offense, I'm intrigued to see where we're going. And as we know, too, the Western Conference is a buzzsaw. Watch out. So the Jazz will lose it in New York tonight. 112 run 100, getting outscored by 24 points in the second half. We've seen that now two games in a row where the Jazz shoot a poor field goal percentage. They get out-rebounded, and they have more turnovers than their opponent. And that's going to get you beat, especially when your opponent is shooting better than 50%. The whole starting lineup disappeared all at the same time, and we haven't really seen that that often from this team. And I think the point of having all this, you know, quote-unquote firepower is that if somebody is not shooting well, well, there's somebody else who's out there cannon shots. And your starting five just disappeared. And when your top scorers, Mitchell, Bogdanovich, Conley, go 13 of 47 from the field, you're just not going to win. I'll tell you this, I once went on a vacation away from my girlfriend, and I really missed her. And I was in a really good place. Really good place to find. It may have been an island somewhere. (laughs) How old were you? I was in my early 20s. So you were taking paradise vacations to random islands in your early 20s while the rest of us (laughs) are taking every nickel we can out of the couch cushion to go buy food? You're off to Tahiti? No, I was working. I, I You know, I went there to, you know, help construct something. I'm lying. I'm lying. That part was a lie. (laughs) Yeah, you're not doing any Habitat for Humanity trips. Every day on the big show. What? Gordon and Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. 
Don't forget about their Orem location, 86 East University Parkway. Um, big shout-out to to a great friend of the show. In fact, Austin's uh, taken to calling him the uh, the assistant producer. But you, uh, Chasta Trailer, our good friend. You know what he just dropped off by the show, Gordon? What? Funnels. It's a, it's a three-pack <laughs> of funnels for me after my experience uh, trying to pour gas into a gas can a couple of weeks ago and uh very funny very funny very funny stuff very funny uh, i'm gonna go- oh, oh thank you it's ruined. i i'm going to take them i i told them i'm going to take them home and i'll put them right by my gas cans so i will never make the same <laughs> mistake uh again see so Jake, very, you, very you, nice. until today you thought funnels were used for partying you didn't know that it was to right. pour things through yeah. right it was wait a minute this this Beer bong component can be used for gasoline Where's as well. Where's the hose part? I don't know. <laughs> See, here, here's the problem, Jake. I know <laughs> of no burly man who doesn't have a funnel for his gas. I've got a funnel somewhere. I just didn't take the time to find it. Okay. All right. And Did you just I, call Jake way, a wimp for not, hold, not yeah. owning a funnel? And I have never, ever in my life claimed to be burly at any point in time. And and honestly, I don't want to hear it coming from you either. I've never known oh, a burly man God. who lets his wife do all the yard work. Boy, that herself. sounded an awful lot like uh, Jim Boylan there for a second. I, I don't want to hear it from you. I don't. I don't want to hear it from you. Oh boy. Okay. Well, I'm glad you if have somebody, it now. If somebody who you know like uh, doesn't to show or something up. for a, for a living wants to to call me not burly, I'll I'll listen. Don't come here once every two years and ask those questions. I don't want to hear that from you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's get to what's going on. We check in with the other shows on the Zone Sports Network. Let's start things off with DJ and PK. Uh, they said they had Cindy Boren on from the Washington Post, who covers the NFL. Alex Smith, of course, went to the University of Utah, and people still keep an eye on him. Oh, sure. How healthy is he? We know he's got the calf thing, and he couldn't play, and then he did play, but he didn't He didn't look right. He's protecting it, and got to be careful maybe a little bit. Where do you think he is? Uh, I don't think the situation is very good for him. Uh, I think it will be much of a continuation of what you saw Sunday night. You know, of course, it's it's a calf muscle and while in, in an ordinary leg that might not be a big big problem this is his right leg and of course everyone there knows exactly what went on with his right leg so he is not terribly mobile uh he will be facing a, a team that actually is interested in winning for a change um as opposed to the eagles on sunday night mm-hmm. and uh, you know it, it does fill you with concern for him i think i i don't know of a single washington football fan who isn't rooting for him, of course, after what he's gone through. But I think they're all a little bit nervous, too, for him personally, just because of everything. So Tampa Bay brought in Tom Brady. As good as his numbers are, third in the league in yardage and 40 touchdowns, only 12 picks, against some of the better teams and against teams with better pass rushes, he's had problems and they've gotten beat. Is there any recipe there for Washington to get after him with their pass rush and create turnovers and give themselves a chance to win this? Or Brady wins this and he's going to have a problem at some point down the line, but maybe that problem's in Green Bay. Well, I think Chase Young gave away the game uh, when he was walking off the field Sunday night and he was saying, I want Tom Brady. Um, Be careful what you wish for when it comes to Tom Brady because he remembers every single slight that, uh, you know, has ever ever befallen him. 
uh, I think Chase Young and Montez Sweat and uh, Ryan Kerrigan and, and the rest of Washington football team pass rush is very formidable. They are going to come after him. Now Brady gets rid of the ball fast. But we also know that Brady does not like to be rushed. He does not like to face uh, people a, a pass rush, and he does not like people at his feet. So there are all sorts of ways to, to make him uncomfortable. Uh, we've seen teams do that over the years. <laughs> there haven't been many in the playoffs who have had success against Tom Brady, of course, but, um, but it can happen. You can make him, you can throw him off his game. Now, of course, he's Tom Brady. He is well aware of this. How do you think the Ravens' defense holds up against Derrick Henry? Because there are times he seems just superhuman. You can't take your eyes off him. 250 yards last week. I'm not really sure any defense can stand up to him very well. Uh, he, you know, he'll just give you a stiff arm if you try to bring him down. And his stiff arms are pretty tough. That's going to be a problem. Maybe you let Derrick Henry run, run wild uh, and and try to stop the passing game, try and stop Ryan Tannehill, keep them, you know, keep them running back and forth between the 20s and then stop them in the red zone. Uh, that's, that's one formula they've used in the past with some success. I think they, they have their work cut out for them on Sunday. I, I'm really looking forward to this game, to be honest with you, um, probably a little more than, than the other uh, five on the docket this weekend just because I think it's going be, to be a tough football game. So I'm looking forward to me the most is Colts, Colts and Bills. I really enjoyed watching the Bills this season with Josh mm-hmm. Allen, Zach Moss, a kid from Utah, as their running back and all that, and we followed him these last few years. Uh, to me, the Bills are the most intriguing team in the, of, of these games that are going on uh, the next couple of days. And the reason why I say that is because obviously they're fresh. And just how good are they? They had a very good regular season. You know, you can even give them one, one more win than they had because they lost that incredible play by DeAndre Hopkins literally on the last play there. They didn't win the game, but obviously they were in position to win it. So I'm wondering what you think is in terms of just how good are they? Because to me, they look like they could be a serious contender even for getting out of the AFC, recognizing maybe yeah. getting out of the FCC. AFC is a little too strong with the Chiefs there. But still, I think that they're a really good team. Oh, I think they are formidable. I really do. And I, I like the Colts. I like what they've done. I like, you know, I shoot. So listen to me. I'm, I'm quoting Philip Rivers. Who doesn't like Philip Rivers? Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the Bills are on, in a different uh, in a different class altogether, and I actually think they could they could pose some serious problems for the Chiefs. I have been a Chiefs fan since I grew up um, in Missouri many many moons ago, and boy, I've watched a lot of bad football. But um, and I'm not really a fan now. But you watch them, and they they sort of play as well as they need to play to win, which is fine. <laughs> I mean, it's worked for them right over the last two or three years, but. I think they could be surprised by someone. I think they could be – I think they're vulnerable. I think it's a possibility. I wouldn't probably put any money on it considering the, uh, if it comes to that, the, the Chiefs would have a home field advantage against the Bills down the line. But uh, the, the Bills are, are a very, very serious, seriously formidable team. Uh, I, how can you not like what the Bills have done? 
All right, there you go, Gordon. A little uh, breakdown on the NFL playoffs uh, from uh, Cindy Boren from the Washington Post on with with DJ and PK. Uh, we all know your Super Bowl pick right now would would be the Chiefs, but outside of them, who who do you give the best chance to win? The Bills are really good. You know, would you agree with me on that? I heard PK ask that question. Josh Allen is. I mean, you talk about MVP candidates. Well, you normally go with Mahomes and then you go with Aaron Rodgers, but uh, Josh Allen's right there too, don't you think? I do. Uh, I But getting through, here's the thing. I would say uh, I, I like your bull, or Bill's argument there, but I, I think I would go with the Packers. Yeah. I hate picking a number one seed uh, because uh-huh. it, it just feels uh, like it lacks critical thought to me. But it's uh, a lot easier path in the NFC than it is in the AFC. And Rodgers is, is playing out of his mind. Boy, did Jordan Love, drafting Jordan Love, sure motivate that guy. Because he huh. is out to prove a point, And uh, yeah. I think he's got a good shot to do it. Because I don't know who else in the NFC is going to beat them. Let alone beat them in Green Bay, where yeah, there's no fans, but it's still you know, five below. Uh, you know what, though, I, I kind of feel like the Seahawks have laid dormant for a few weeks here, or pretty much half the season. I could see them sparking something in the playoffs. I hear. What about you, the, what about the West... Saints? Similar story, yeah. Oh, I I think uh, I think Drew Brees has has got a, a, a case of the old. <laughs> but, but Casey, is this this is last year, isn't it? He's going to retire. Yeah, know. this it, season uh, for I him was so. sponsored by AARP. So yeah, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> but if that he's defense, making this... that defense is pretty good. It is, but I, you know, I I would go with the Packers uh, at, at this point. In Seattle, it, the thing is, is Russell Westbrook was so awesome for the first part of the year, and he's just not the same player the last month or a month and a half. He has not, he hasn't been good. So is he going to play like he did at the beginning or is he going to play like he did at the end? Cause I think that's, you know, they'll get by the Rams, but I think that's the biggest question in my mind. Well, quarterback play is pretty darn important. I suppose. Uh, do you guys give the Steelers any chance with big Ben? No. Cause he's playing like hot garbage too. <laughs> you never at, know. At times man. He's looked older than drew Brees. Ever since I picked the Packers that year when they uh, won every playoff game on the road to get to the Super Bowl and one, did I pick them that year or did my dog pick them? I I think my dog picked them that year, actually. But anyway, uh, that proved to me that if a team gets hot at the right time and a lot of times a a, a good wild card victory will get them on that hot streak – then that can that can trigger them into uh, a real romp to the Super Bowl. But this year, with all the everything going on with the virus and all these variables, it just it's hard for me to be overly confident about anyone. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I think it'll be a fun uh, NFL playoff, though. I, I think it'll be exciting. All right, let's uh, let's move on here and what's going on. Let's get to uh, Hans and Scotty, and uh, it's this is labeled just some. St- radio from earlier this week here you go um there's a few different stories going on in the world of whole world news Uh, i'm going to go to new jersey police in new jersey responded to a mcdonald's parking lot where a pair of chickens were reportedly wreaking havoc and chasing customers says the washington township wait what yeah two chickens and you know (laughs) i think about (laughs) 
Sorry. <laughs> I think about when I pull up to a McDonald's and I'm like, I'm gonna go get that McRib, or I'm gonna. The last thing I want are two chickens at the door trying to peck at my legs. Oh yeah. I mean, I've thought about how you know on a bad day, I'm like, well, it could be worse. It's unbelievable. <laughs> It's unbelievable these things continue to happen. I don't know what's going on, but uh, it says animal control officers were dispatched uh, on a report of a flock of chickens wreaking havoc at our McDonald's on Route 31. (laughs) I can't even read this story, man. (laughs) These chickens are out there causing all kinds of problems. Says the officer arrived and found two chickens harassing and chasing customers and pecking at car tires. The animal control officers were able to capture the chickens with help from the manager of McDonald's. Chickens were taken to Common Sense for Animal Shelter, where they were later claimed by their owners. Apparently, Scotty, these are um, they are house raised and domesticated chickens. I, I don't know if the word domesticated fits there because they it are. It sound like they're domesticated. Yeah, because they are pecking at people's legs. I'll say this. <laughs> and by the way, if you're a chicken, McDonald's may not be the best place to go to harass people because you could see the business end of a deep fryer real quick. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, man. Sometimes it's already shame enough to, like, you know, you you know you're going in for a large fry and, and about 2,400 calories, and you're already yeah, thinking to yourself, yeah. boy, this is a little embarrassing. People are watching me go in here. And then to yeah. have chickens chase you off, it's like, it, I, it just adds insult to injury. Would you ever eat your pine tree if, if you knew that you could no. make some good food with it? No. Is this bad of me? I'm going away from a... You know what? I'm not going to give that opinion because I, I'm going to keep that to myself. Gonna, oh, come I, on. I, I, when, no, it's, it's too sensitive. When have you kept and, anything to yourself here? Well, I, I feel like I'm really starting to get a little bit too whole worldish. Like, not that I'm eating all natural grains and oats, but I've gone away from the traditional cut down the tree and i've gone with the fake tree um based out of my oh, love love for greens i and i, I oh my god okay wait, wait wait a minute so so you're not you oh my you gosh i can't you should i don't you, know you should have texted us this and, and we would have told you if you yeah what should have came out with this you, you probably should have kept this one to yourself Jeez, so man so you're saying that like i go with a fake tree because i think getting a real tree is a real pain in the butt and you got to clean it and you got to get rid of it and, uh, and it's just trees a big people. giant mess you're going to a fake tree because like trees are people and you feel like you can hear them scream when you saw and uh and uh saw them and uh cut them and and take them into your house is that right that forest is like a mass grave now (laughs) i think we need to move on man i don't want to go into further any further into that opinion i will tell people this whatever you decide to do if you if you are cutting down a living thing and and sticking it in your room what's what's next are you going to become a fruitarian and you're proud of its slow death then that's good for you but for me i'm going to continue to let those beautiful trees grow and and do what they do Wow, that is, that is not a take I expected from somebody who eats as much meat as Hans does. <laughs> the whole time those guys were talking about the chicken story, which, by the way, Austin had on his uh, on his list the other day, right? Yeah, they had it first, just okay. to be clear. I, yeah. All right. 
Well, it doesn't really matter. We all share here. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the whole time they were talking about that, I was thinking about that clip from Rocky. Get the chicken, Rocky. Get the chicken. See these guys out there chasing chickens. And it's not particularly easy. Because Is that I've your Mick impression? I've, ha I've handled my fair share of chickens, you know, having had them as pets and and drawn close to them over the years. But uh, anyway, uh, I'll, I'll never forget that time I took my pet chicken. And it was quite young at that time to the gym. And all those kids at my school were chasing after my chicken. I, I really thought my chicken was going to uh, have an early demise there. Didn't happen until big, dumb Huey's dog got it. But, you know, I mean, <laughs> it was, it was uh, not easy to corral. We're live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Uh, also, uh, their Orem location, 86 East University Parkway. We you know, I've also a I've laughs never... about. Uh, can we have some laughs I, I... about Hans uh, feeling bad for his tree? I knew yes. we could go right back to you rehashing uh, no. the same joke that no. you've made for 20 years now. <laughs> 20 joke? It's a, no, it's a part of my it's a part of my life story. And here's the other thing, though: you can't shame people for buying old time and bomb. You know, like just some things you don't do. You can't do that. Well, you know what you can do? Come on down to the warehouse. Get some pretty sick deals <laughs> on uh, on furniture, adjustable beds, whatever you're looking for. Clayton uh, with us once again. Hello, Clayton. Especially when the owner's not here. That and, helps. And the son who wants to get rid of stuff is trying to blow some stuff out. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's get rid. Let's just clear it out. You know, we've been hinting, Jake, and I should say Gordon. Gordon, since you're at home, I, I forget you're even there sometimes. I apologize. Uh, you're not the we only love, one. We love you, Gordon, too. Oh, thank you. You're our favorite as well. Both favorites. There you go. <laughs> I Full opportunity. That. We've been hinting towards something we're going to start doing in Orem. And kind of in that mood of hinting what we're going to do, I'm going to talk about floor models, some scratch and dent items we have that I've been pushing. We moved locations. Um, obviously, we're at the new location in Salt Lake. Uh, we did that in the middle of a pandemic. I take big pride in that I painted all the walls. Clear it looks the... great. You did a great job. It, it looks awesome. I love And now that my dad's here, I'm going to take full credit. Uh, you should. It was a blessing in disguise. You know, it was hard to get to in, to move, and it is what it is, and we're glad to be in this new space. And so in this new space, we had to move a bunch of stuff from another place. I've got, for example, five love seats that have been sitting on our floor for probably six, seven months. I got to get rid of them. Let's move them. Let's move them. I'm going to blow these love seats out while my dad's gone. I can only do that until Monday because if not, I'm going to take them to Orem. So let's get rid of them. Let's get rid of them. All right. 279, a love seat. Wow. Got you're five kidding. Of them. If you need something at your house and maybe you're, you know, just moved into something or you need just a couch or a love seat or something, you just need to sit on something. Your wife is bugging you. You can't handle it anymore. Come down. We've got five of them. Like I said, choose your love seat. 279, I got to get rid of them. Let's get them out of here. All right. Talking on that same note, I've got this Klausner set. Klausner's like a designer, something that I wouldn't know about. Probably just Monson, my dad, and my mm. mom would know. Top quality stuff. <laughs> Tom doesn't pay me enough to buy that kind of stuff. Let's <laughs> this be is honest. The best. I'm just doing deliveries. I'm in the truck. <laughs> I'm in the warehouse. I'm a warehouse guy. Yeah. But these Klausner stuffs are usually for a set, $18.99. I'm going to do the whole set for $7. Ninety-nine. That's a sofa and a love. Saving over $1,000? Over $1,000 wow. saving while my dad's gone. If you need a sofa and a love, 
come get this Klausner set. Get it today through Monday only, and that's just because my dad's not here. Take advantage of it. Uh, Clayton's taking care of you, 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake, 86 East University Parkway in Orem. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Broadcasting live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West here in Salt Lake. Band of the day today, by the way, is the Scorpions, selected by Austin. Brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. I like it, Austin. Sometimes you just need a little ladies' butt rock, right? That's exactly it. And I I think the Scorpions have uh, the most underrated guitar solos in history. Okay. All right. I uh, I can buy into that. I could see Gordon in a, in a pair of leathers out there with the you know the long blown out hair, uh, rocking it out. What do you think, Gordon? Was that you back in the day? Uh, well, back in the seventies, I yeah, I did have a little of that going on. No, I'm thinking more eighties, like yeah. more. Uh, by then, uh, but no, by then I was past that. Oh, okay. Anyway. You had long blown out hair in the seventies. Yes, I did. Wow. Okay. How long are we talking? Uh, well, at the longest, probably down, down to my shoulders. I never went down to the mid back, huh? No, no, I didn't do that, but it was long. I used to ride a motorcycle and had a motorcycle helmet and the hair would fly out the back of the helmet. It was, Mm -hmm. that was, those were, those were good days. By, by motorcycle, do you mean moped? No, no, it was just. A modest little thing, but it was a scooter. It was, it was, no, it was a, never had a scooter. <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay, all right, Gordon. I understand we have one item left on the list. Is that true? There's a couple. There's a couple items. Really, uh, one was. Did we talk about this? Because I, I remember maybe talking about it off the air, but I don't know if we talked about it on the air that the stars, the G League, is going to play in a bubble. Yeah, yeah. Did I you see that. Get to yeah. that uh, on the air in Florida, right? Yeah. Okay. So the other thing is, let me ask you this. When you think of certain networks, let's let's play a game here. And, and I'm putting you on the spot completely. And Austin, you can participate too if you'd like. But when I, I'm going to give you the name of a network and you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? All right. NBC. Bob Costas. <laughs> Are we going back to the eye thing again? Yeah, absolutely going back to the eye thing. Peak-eyed Bob Costas. Next. Okay. CBS. Uh, Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. All right. Yes, how dear. About, how, about, how about ABC? Boy Meets uh, World. The uh, Wonderful World of Disney. Keith Jackson, man. Come on, right? Lonely. 
<laughs> oh, that's Nestler. Never mind. Okay, how about how about Fox News? Uh, no comment. <laughs> no, let me let me think. Who? What is the? I mean, Roger Ailes, I guess. Okay, how about MSNBC? Keith Olbermann, because he uh, it, <laughs> he got fired from there once. Okay, how about Nickelodeon? Oh, I think of Slime. I think of Summer Sanders. Okay, yeah. Okay, uh, you hit the nail on the head, Jake, because Sean Payton says that he wants to be slimed if the Saints beat the Bears on Nickelodeon. My brother okay, got slimed pretty- at a Nickelodeon show at Universal when we were. What happened? Up. That was his. He they picked him out of the crowd of kids to do like a paper route uh, kind of relay game, and he won. And the prize was to get slimed. What is that stuff? Slime asbestos. <laughs> what is he it has, really? <laughs> is it sticky? I mean, is it uh, or is it? Is it just it like, stains you buy, the clothing. like you can buy like a children's toys that have like slime in it? You've never felt like slime, like Nickelodeon slime? No, well, I've never been slimed, and and I don't know what that slime is. It that means it's sticky, or is it? Uh, I mean, it looks sticky. If you get uh, too much on it, you turn into a teenage mutant ninja turtle. So be careful. That was an awful long like build up to get to that story. By the way, <laughs> well, I thought that was interesting that an NFL <laughs> coach would say that. <laughs> And so then I thought, okay, well, that's the first thing he thinks of when he thinks of Nickelodeon. And, but, Jake, you well, asked if there was more on the list. The answer oh, was yes. I did. There is, I, did. And no, I, got, I, just, I, got, I got one more thing. Oh, good. Since you, <laughs> try, to, was, try to beat that one. I was thinking about using this for the Not Sports Report, but I'll go ahead and burn it now. Um, I want to get your thought on this, and I want you to think big picture, okay? A judge has ruled that it's discriminatory for employers to ban men from wearing shorts to work while allowing women to wear the things that they wear that uh, show their legs, like a skirt or, you know, shorts or whatever. So what do you make of that? So first of all, I don't want to hear any crap from you guys next time I wear shorts somewhere, okay? Second of you all, you mean like basketball shorts to a remote <laughs> fluorescent green? <laughs> I, I haven't worn those shorts in probably five Months. years. Lies. You're wearing um, them now, aren't you? No, I'm not. Uh, I am wearing basketball shorts. Though. Weird. So, uh, so I guess my question then becomes. Are we going to get to the point where men and women are going to be able to wear the same thing in public? I mean, because it has to be equal or even or whatever. Jake, you go ahead and respond. My simple take on this is as long as your stuff's covered, I don't care what you're wearing. That's it. I don't care. But couldn't Uh, couldn't a judge say the same thing about... Men that don't wear a shirt and women. I mean, is this argument going to go back and forth? And could Jake show up at work in a in a dress? Yes. Why not? I don't. I don't know, Gordon. I. I think. Uh, 
I don't think uh, saying that you have to wear pants to a job because you feel it's appropriate, I don't think that that's discriminatory, no, if, if you're asking me that question. Uh, well, this judge disagrees with you. Apparently. It depends well, on the job, uh, though, lots right, of, lots of, Yeah, it does. And lots of, fine, lots of judges disagree with me. But, uh, you know, uh, I used to work at a hotel at the front desk, and there was a certain dress code that you had to adhere to. It made sense. They wanted to put the but, best foot forward as a business. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe I didn't love wearing a tie, all those work shifts, but that's what you got to do. I, did, I didn't feel like I was being discriminated against or put upon. I just felt like it was part of the job. Well, the original employee who uh, who had a problem with this, a policy, he wasn't wearing like basketball shorts. He was wearing uh, long, longer shorts that weren't weren't necessarily, you know, sloppy. They were kind of dress shorts, but they were shorts. I guess it doesn't matter to me if the dress code is show up to work in a Speedo and that's your job. (laughs) Well, then that's what you got to (laughs) do. I, I don't care if he, if they were Tommy Bahama shorts and not uh, basketball shorts. I guess it doesn't make a difference to me. Yeah, and if, if you're a lifeguard, but you want to wear a three-piece tuxedo to work, you shouldn't be a lifeguard. I don't. Yeah, right. Yeah, you, an entirely cotton, uh, 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 what are they called, coveralls to be a lifeguard. Uh, you know, it's probably not going to work. Well, I, I think the question here was, the equality between what a woman wears and is able to wear and what a man wears and is able to wear. Well, I, I got I, I got news for the fella in question here. We've got a long way to go before men can complain about wanting to be equal with women. That's <laughs> just, just put on some pants and go to work True. or go get a different job. Right. For crying out loud. What a dumb thing to be adjudicating in the first place. How about this? How about equal pay for equal work? Huh? Does that sound pretty good? I think it does. Okay. But that, what does that have to do with shorts? It's just the equality between men and women. Uh, they should <laughs> okay. be able to. They should. I, I have no problem with uh, making this thing equal, you know, as far as the way it works. That's Absolutely. why we as have a, a, as a man with a, a wife with a high earning potential, I totally agree with you. Well, I, I just. <laughs> <laughs> which was the idea all along. Did, did the green is green your love color? Uh, I don't know what I don't know what love color is. What what yeah. what is that? I'll that draw you a picture. <laughs> What's I your love it, color, Gordon? It, 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 don't ask that. Can, if a woman could wear a skirt to to work, then a man should be able to wear dress shorts. I, I, I have no problem with that decision. Right? <laughs> what do you mean, right? I, I express I mean, my opinion. What, okay. what, what What do you mean, right? Uh, well, I'm trying to engage in a conversation with you about it slash argument. The the day that uh, sports radio has a dress code other than just be dressed, that's the day I'll get a different job. <laughs> Jake goes to meetings with mustard stains on his shirt, don't you, Jake? That's happened many times. Yeah. yeah. With, with big Absolutely. wigs. <laughs> Oh, brother. Okay. Gordon, you well, wore we an can... Oscar the Grouch shirt to a, uh, a country club tournament, and we've never been invited back. I got thrown out. The whole show did, thank you. <laughs> got excommunicated from said it's country a, club because no. of really your braggadocia. That's not really what happened, is it? Yep. I went back to that country club and had a had a golf lesson there, and they didn't throw me out. Of course, they did tell okay, me. Thurston Howell. They told me to go buy a golf shirt instead of the T-shirt I was wearing. 
A golf lesson and, at a country club. And you were in jeans, too, if I remember. Yeah. No. Oh, was I? Yeah. Oh, I oh, oh, oh yeah. I, yeah. And that's no, no, not out. when you get thrown off when you went there for your lesson. <laughs> right. You were wearing jeans. No, I wasn't. I was wearing jeans. Yes, you were. You told like us the story the next, the next day. I don't think so. Yes, because there was another, you were claiming discrimination uh, along those lines. Was too. it really? Uh, I, I don't remember that part of Because someone it, had but... to wear a, a, a suit coat and someone else didn't have to. Well, I was I was asked to go buy a shirt at the at the at the uh, at the clubhouse there, and so I did, and I came back and I was okay. Uh, meanwhile, my <laughs> wife was wearing a, a tank top, uh, and there was no problem for her. But anyway, uh, I like that country club. And now you me... sound like the guy in the story you just. Yeah, heard. you they, sound like they, the shorts they... guy. Yeah, you definitely did right there. Did I? Well, I, th- I think I think it makes it makes some sense. It, you know, if they're nice, if if you're wearing some cut off uh, shorts that are just sloppy, then that's one thing. But... The never nudes, Daisy Dukes. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 kind of guy though goes to his boss and goes, well, Karen's wearing a skirt, so I should be able to wear shorts. Really, he's wearing were dress shorts that went down past his gonna, knee. But that's what. But you're Jake's do. point being, you're gonna say it's discrimination because of your sex, because of your gender, because the because, women are getting better treatment than the men. Is that really the right. the road you're gonna well, take? Well, who knows? Maybe that's maybe, what you're going maybe, down. Maybe he doesn't think. Uh, he, maybe he's very equality minded you know maybe he thinks women should have every right that men have and uh, big of them huh and then uh, maybe he thinks that men should have every right that women have i you know maybe he is an equal-minded guy i i don't know i do i know all, all i'm telling I, is what i the do judge too said. this guy's just trying to be obnoxious yep is what the is what this guy <laughs> he's is. the male version of karen is what's going he on he is here. the male yeah 100 male version of karen you know the funny <laughs> thing about that is that i know a woman named karen and it's it's really objectionable to her that uh you know this karen thing is yeah, don't uh, be such a taken karen. on karen see but the, her name's karen so i mean she's so she's stuck now <laughs> with that Yep. Maybe we should get the male version of Karen being Gordon. Maybe we can get that wrong. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Some Gordon out there says, since she can wear a, a skirt, I should be able to wear shorts. There's a whole lot more Jakes that fit that category than me. <laughs> so oh, are there? Are no, there's there just really? a lot more people named Jake. Ah, good save. <laughs> I I see I, I I see out there. Boy, I'm really glad okay. I brought that one up, huh? Don't be such a Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> now that one works we could go with that <laughs> all right all right we'll all have right. more coming up next we're live at the warehouse 1825 south 300 west don't forget about their Orem location as well 86 east university parkway it's the big show 97.5 and 1280 the zone that was really a productive segment wasn't it This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. It's the warehouse. Uh, Gordon, 
the pandemic has had some uh, interesting uh, waves or ripples in the world of sports. Of course, we've talked to, uh, talked about them at great length. And the NBA has come up with an interesting idea to make up some of this revenue. And uh, this story broke uh, a few days ago. Um, but there's, uh, there's an addition to it today here, Gordon. But the, the NBA is at least contemplating adding two expansion teams uh, to the league to make up for some of this uh, lost revenue. Yeah, the, the report was that they would go for around $2.5 billion. And if you added two, that's obviously $5 billion to be split amongst the teams. Now, here's the kicker, Gordon, is that that money is not uh, considered basketball-related income meaning that that money does not need to be split with the players. And so that would be a way for the owners to make up some of the lost revenue. We've talked about it uh, in the past that the way they've collectively bargained this thing, the the owners are are taking more of the hit in the short term. But today, the mayor of uh, of Seattle, Jenny Durkin, made some comments uh, about this news, uh, saying, quote, it is very good news for the city of Seattle that they are thinking of an expansion team. And I was honest with him. She talked to uh, Commissioner Silver. He knows Seattle wants to be uh, at the front line. We're where the team should be, but we will be uh, respecting them as they move forward to their ownership ownership because the owners, you know, have to approve it. But she went on and added that she is, quote, pretty optimistic, unquote, about uh, Seattle possibly getting a team. I guess, uh, what are are your thoughts on on this news, Gordon? Uh, Would you be in favor, opposed, good thing, bad thing? What do you think? Well, I remember the first time we, we, this came across our, way of thinking uh, I think it was way back in the summer when we thought this would be a way someone had suggested it would be a way for owners to make up some of their losses and and uh, so I, I don't have a big problem with it especially for a city like Seattle Seattle should have a, an NBA team I mean I, I think it's kind of dumb that they don't I understand that they had their their brouhaha back in the day about taxpayers footing the bill for buildings and things like that. But Seattle should have a basketball team, man. I, I have no problem with the addition of, a, of, a, of an area like that getting involved. And if it helps take some of the sting out of uh, the financial difficulties right now, then, then good, for, good for that. Some people are worried about washing out the talent level, but there seems to be a decent amount of talent in the league. That that would be the biggest concern, right? <clears throat> That's usually what comes up is is there enough talent to to make that um, a, a good thing? You don't want to ruin your product, um, you know. Like Major League Soccer, I think is expanding a little too fast for its own good. Now, I'm not soccer guy, so somebody else could could probably make a pretty good counter argument. But you know, the way that they're expanding and the the level of play being what it is i'm not so sure that that's such a good thing but the nba is different and we're we're only talking about two teams here the last time they expanded gordon was what the the raptors and the grizzlies right so i mean it's been that's 25 years probably ago now so you know with the influx of european talent maybe that that's enough to to make it all right to expand by a couple of teams um I think it's a creative way to make up some of the shortfall, which is very much a thing. So I, I think in general I'd be, I'd be uh, in favor of it. I've got, certainly got no problem with the city of Seattle, and I think there are some other candidates or cities that would be good candidates. And um, I, I, What do you think? Is there enough talent? You think two more teams, two more squads? So we're talking about 30 more NBA roster spots basically? 
I, I, there is some question about it. Uh, because well, already, man. If you get a star player, then your your team is probably going to be pretty good, you know. And so, if they can draft somebody, I I I think it'd be okay. I do. And here's the other part about it. I mean, two point five billion dollars for a franchise, and that goes straight into the pockets of the other owners. And that's not even inclu- is that accounting for the cost of building an arena if you don't have one. I'm not sure. I'm honestly not sure. Uh, I don't know. That's a lot of money. I mean, the Jazz reportedly were sold at least 80% uh, along with the arena, $1.66 billion. Uh, so, yeah, these franchises are valuable. I remember having a conversation with Larry Miller about that because he used to talk about, and we had a conversation about his conversations in the past about, you know, squeaking by, making a profit, um, and, and I, I said to him straight up, I said, Larry, if if you're worried about profit so much, then why are the uh, the values of these of these teams skyrocketing the way they are? And he, <laughs> Larry, kind of shrugged and said, "You got me there." You know, I mean, they are. I think about how how much these teams have increased in value. Two point five billion dollars. There was a time way back when, where that would have covered the cost of the entire league. All right, uh, we'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned, it is the the big show. Uh, Howard Beck's going to jump on with us coming up top of the 4 o'clock hour. But we are live today from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Don't forget about their warm location, 86 East University Parkway. Clayton is with me on site, but I heard... I heard a rumor. Let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now, oh, great. he's he's grandpaing today. <laughs> he's uh, doing his thing. The man, the myth, the legend. Tom is with us. Tom, hello. Jake Gordon. We have What's up, uh, since, bro- uh, since before Christmas, and uh, about the incredible experience I had with my boys and my wife in Florida for the bowl game. But uh, most importantly, oh, Gordon, man. you know better than anybody. If I'm away, the asylum can't go crazy if it's already crazy, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what I was going to say to you, Tom. Do you know that Clayton has given away half your stuff, half your inventory today? Well, I I heard the last two breaks, and if we're going to do something like Clayton, i got to teach you a little bit. How about we take that... uh, friendly ghost mattress that's ten ninety nine that you advertise for five ninety nine. And anybody yeah. who buys one today, tomorrow and Monday, we give them a free head up adjustable base. Boom. Whoa. For five ninety nine? Whoa. Five ninety nine <laughs> for that mattress. We've never done anything like it with that quality of a mattress. I'll tell you, Clayton, your father is competitive. I mean, look at my face. I'm like, yeah. what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> you're a shock right here, Tom. Send me a text which one so when people come in, I know what you're talking about because that's crazy. You know which one it is. The head-up uh, wired remote, $5.99. Yeah. The base is normally four ninety nine. The mattress, ten ninety nine. We're going to do the whole thing for five ninety nine. because if Ooh. we're crazy, let's be crazy. Oh, thanks you for know, coming and stealing my thunder. Clayton? Clayton, you know what this calls for? I think you what? should now undermine Tom, your dad, with another great deal there in the store and see if you can top that. I wasn't prepared. Can I at least have another break to prepare for something? How, how, how about I, I take over for a second there, Gordon? You know that beautiful gray um, 
$2,700 on the internet. It's from the the Gemstone Company, Jake. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, We did this table. We got 22 of them. We just found out that we have 10 left in the warehouse from the first shipment. We did, we blew that out at five ninety nine, which is insane. If we're going to be insane, let's let's do do a Clayton deal. Let's take another hundred bucks off four ninety nine. Okay, when you say we found out, you mean that I went through and found out, right? Well, I think there might be a hole in your pocket, so that's we. well put all right man we've got uh, tom and clayton competing for who can do the best deal that you know who benefits from that our listeners that's That's, true that's that's who benefits from that i'm not going to do that deal unless you say i heard this on the big show because this is the big show there's my guy tom it's great to hear your voice thank you for checking in back to the grandkids with you Thank you. <laughs> All right, there you go. That's our friend Tom. All right, Clayton, you you got an assignment during the break. It's there, on brother. now. All right, I'm busted. You, you get into it. All right, we'll have more coming up next. Live from the warehouse, eighteen twenty-five South, three hundred West. Don't forget Norham, eighty-six East University Parkway. Howard Beck joins the show next, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty the zone.